0: you know what sam what we got a hat trick
1: yes we did coming to you from the heart of Kane's country this
0: is the Kaniac report your number one source for everything carolina
1: hurricanes hot takes predictions game analysis and nhl news and now your hosts sam wallace and sam driscoll All right, we're back with another episode of the Kaniac Report. And, uh, boy, we are recording this right after the Colorado game. Boy, that was some game, Sam. And, yes, there was a hat trick involved, as we will get to. Uh, But first things first, we always like to start things off with podcasts and some podcast news. Um, Remember, we have a great um, sponsor with SeatGeek. You get 20% off of your first purchase by using the promo code Caniac Report, all one word. It is a great deal. Uh, another thing uh, is in that it's all in our uh, descriptions on our episodes. If you look at it, we have a link to where you can um, help donate to uh, the podcast. It's a PayPal link. And uh, if you uh, choose to do that, that is awesome. Uh, we really thank you for doing that. And another thing, Sam, is we recently had a giveaway. And the giveaway winner is Luke Whaley. And he had a great game with Colorado. Yeah, he did. <laughs> that was just a great, great game. It was a roller coaster of a game. I should say, I think that's more of what it was. <laughs> um, but uh, congrats to Luke Whaley. If you have not uh, won a giveaway yet, don't worry. There's going to be, I think, one more. Uh, before the season ends which is next month. So, yes. yes. One uh, more.
0: I don't think we'll do one in April just cuz it's short.
1: Well, that's why I said one more.
0: Um but again, if we get to was it 1500 followers, we'll give away a playoff ticket.
1: Yes, but again, I I'm No not guaranteed big parking
0: ass. pass, but we'll give you two tickets and you can go buy your own parking. <laughs> we'll get you to the game. You got to get yourself into the parking lot.
1: Yes, definitely. Um, Another, so that's all for podcast news. Now we're going to get into some NHL news. Sam, NHL news was kind of pretty light this week. Uh, But Bill Guerin, he is named the GM of Team USA for the uh, Four Nations faceoff that will be replacing the All-Star game for next year. Uh, Good for him. Um, I think that is a good, solid choice. Bill Guerin, obviously American. He's had a very good uh, career, I believe, with the Islanders and St. Louis, I believe. And obviously, he is the current GM of the Minnesota Wild. I think he's a good, solid choice. <laughs> he is, except this is rumored that he might get fired. So, <laughs> Well, I mean, the only thing that I think that caused him to get fired will probably be the two big buyouts of mm-hmm. Zach Parise and Ryan Sutter. Yeah. Because I don't agree with that. I
0: mean, heck, if he gets fired and Don Waddell gets fired, I'd hire Bill Guerin though. I mean that's (laughs) his only blemish. I mean, well it shows
1: it shows he has balls because I don't think every GM has the balls to buy out big contracts like that.
0: I mean, I still probably would have really considered moving on from the current management and gotten gotten um Jim Rutherford? No, not Rutherford. Um, the guy from Toronto.
1: Oh, uh, Kyle Dubas. Yeah, I would have
0: gotten Dubas. Yeah, yeah. I would have gotten Dubas. If you want a guy who's going to go out and get you things and and make this team a winner with the current makeup? It's Kyle Dubas. So I would have done Kyle Dubas uh, brought him onto the team this off season. But oh well, too late. Yeah. And Pittsburgh, they're not really... Pittsburgh's old, and they don't have anything other than Crosby, Malkin, and Gensel.
1: And, and, um, and Letang and Carlson. Carlson, what, I was about to say. They're old. Yeah, they, they, they are.
0: Bring in Dubas to the young team, and Kyle Dubas isn't the reason why Toronto's not winning. The fact that they got rid of him didn't make any sense. Who they should have gotten rid of was Sheldon Keefe.
1: Yes, I, I honestly agree with that. Um, but yeah, uh, congrats to uh, Bill Guerin for that. And Sam, a few hurricanes news here um you and i we kind of have a little bit talked about this tonight, but um I'm not a big fan of the uh fashion of the uh black excellence specialty jerseys, you know with the ones with the big hurricanes logo on it. I'm not the biggest fan um i'm 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 fine with for the cause though. But just from looking at it, I'm not the biggest fan of those jerseys. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. I mean, again, cause, I mean they're a very plus ex- design. Ex- design ex- eh. Yeah, exactly. I I think the cause is great, but design, I don't like it. But obviously, that is my opinion. If you uh, disagree, that is completely fine. I think uh, there is a real power in agreeing to disagree. Uh, So, the next piece of news, Sam, um, I do want to say, because we talked about this, I believe, in the episode during, or at least one of the episodes during the All-Star break, is we thought Sveshnikov was going to be back. Yes. He's still out. Now, apparently, I think it's very close right now, which is good, because I think this was... I think it was tweeted by Chip Alexander I could be wrong But apparent, apparently from what I've heard Is that once Veshnikov feels like he's 100% They're going to play him
0: Yeah, I hope so I mean, Lemieux's been very good And Jarvis has been good on that first line But yeah, Even you, though you we had <laughs>
1: we had a scare with Jarvis tonight
0: Yeah, I know you, But now Ronta's hurt So it's like Thank goodness we have Spencer Martin I mean, yes. seriously Thank goodness we have Spencer Martin What do you do? And
1: he deserves another game after the Boston game. I think he deserves another game. I
0: mean, maybe do you consider putting him in against New Jersey? i probably go to Kachetkov against New Jersey, and we got a road trip coming up. So if Ronta's out long-term, then you can rotate on the road and be okay.
1: Yes, yes, I I agree with that. Um, And the last piece of news, Sam, I thought this was really interesting, but Sebastian Ajo had some comments on the skills competition, which honestly... I don't blame him. I mean, he basically he voiced he, he basically voiced his opinion be like, I, I I, mean, he doesn't know why he wasn't a part of it. And I think, honestly, I think at least one team uh, of all the 32 teams one player, I think for each, should at least be in the skills competition. Yeah. If
0: your goal is to have someone from every team at the All-Star weekend then you have to have one player from every team in the skills competition. If you don't it doesn't make a whole heck of a lot of sense. So, yeah, it was stupid. I was right. It's stupid.
1: These players want a chance to compete for a million
0: dollars. I mean, who wouldn't want a chance to compete for a million dollars?
1: Exactly. And from what I've heard is that it was a lot more entertaining than the, than last year's All-Star Game, which I think is good. And I, 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 I do believe it. I mean, I like the addition of these celebrity coaches like Michael Buble, like um, Justin Bieber, like... Um, Will Arnett, and the other person's name who I am forgetting. But I think it's good to have the celebrities. I can tell. I think it was a lot more fun. Uh, But uh, representation, I didn't really like. And one thing I do want to touch on, Sam, because Calgary wasn't represented either. Do you think, during the All-Star break, that there should be a roster freeze? Because that was the reason why Lindholm got traded. Do you think there should be a roster freeze? I just think that would be a fun topic to kind of just a little bit discuss on. Um, if not, that's fine. But I'm kind of a little bit in favor of a, of a roster freeze during during the All-Star break, actually. Um, not, not the whole week, but just that, those two games. No, but... If you trade someone
0: at the All Star Game, and that team will no longer have an option, the person traded gets uninvited, and that team gets another choice.
1: Okay, you know I think I'm fine with that too, because I. And it's not like the it's... player
0: is going to be butthurt because they can't go. Yeah. So, I mean, most likely they're on a trashy team going to a good team, so they're probably happy. So yeah, I I. I just say okay you don't you can't come cuz now you're not the representative for like if Carolina trades for I don't know they they say they trade for like Mitch Marner and Mitch Marner is the choice from Toronto and Aho is the choice from Carolina. If Marner is moved to Carolina, <coughs> Marner is not our representative. It's still Aho and then say Matthews gets to go instead, right? I know that that's a crazy example, but that it's just an example right of what I think is the direction that should go. I still think what you do is you
1: just give a second <laughs> chance to the team that lost its representation. Yeah. And I think what
0: you need to do uh, I, I know I
1: probably like that better than the roster freeze.
0: Thing. Yes. And if you call if you want fans to vote, that's fine. But what you do is instead of having fans vote the extra players in, you let fans vote for which player they want from their team to go in. There you go. Yeah. And you can geo-restrict it. <clears throat> Only people who live in North Carolina can vote for the Carolina Hurricanes. I know that kind of sucks for Hurricanes fans outside of North Carolina, but if you're worried about, like, like Ranger fans coming in and, like, oh, we voted Jordan Martin again because, you know, screw Carolina. But, you know, it would just geo-restrict it to, like, North Carolina. Only they can vote... For hurricanes players to get into the All Star Game, New York only, New York, right? You know, you just do something like that, <laughs> um, and then you give every fan base gets an opportunity to vote. Um, they get their player in, and then you if you and then the league can go and choose the extras if they want to have extras. Just so we don't have the appearance of well, it doesn't matter, right? If Arizona fans aren't going to vote, because what's the point? Carolina fans shouldn't vote. What's the point? I mean, I we didn't vote because it was a waste of time. Um, it's just, it just makes no sense unless you're in a big market. It's just stupid to waste your time voting. Just like it was, an, like it was a waste of time if you weren't a member of like what the seven teams represented in the skills competition, which was just stupid.
1: Yeah, I I agree too. I remember uh, you you mentioned Arizona. I'm telling, you, I, I don't know what's going to go along with the Coyotes, whether they're going to stay in Arizona or not. Seems like uh, Gary Bettman, his patience is starting to wear off on whether. The Coyotes are going to stay in Arizona cuz obviously Sam you have Salt Lake City really pushing really really pushing for it. The guy
0: it, who wants it there team. doesn't want to relocate a team. He wants an expansion team.
1: Yeah, but it's just it's it's interesting. Um my thought is
0: if we get a re- if they relocate they relocate to Atlanta and Salt Lake City is the expansion team.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, possibly.
0: Because you're gonna need like a team that's ready to go, and next season I think I think they can take that jump. And then most likely what you do is you bump <sighs> New Jersey out of the Metro and bump them into the Atlantic, or bump Philly or Pittsburgh. One of those probably those northerner, those nor- more north teams into the Atlantic. Columbus. <laughs> Yeah, I mean maybe Columbus. I think ah, Columbus makes more sense. Yeah, Columbus pumped them to the Atlantic. Yeah. So you bump like a team that's like up up in the east, you know, like North. Although the way the, the Atlantic, Atlantic
1: then... division's going, I don't think any team wants to be in that division. Well, <laughs> you bump
0: you bump one of them into the Atlantic, and then it, and then Atlanta joins the Metro because it wouldn't make sense for Atlanta to join the Atlantic.
1: No, it really wouldn't.
0: Um, just like it doesn't make sense, in my opinion, that at Tampa, I, if. If you get two teams at the same time, one in the West, one in the East, I would consider a realignment of the Metropolitan and the Atlantic Division, and put Tampa, Florida, and Atlanta, in that division. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would do. I really, if I had it my way, I would do a realignment of the entire NHL. Maybe we can do an episode on what we think division should be sometime because I think that might be fun. Oh time. yeah,
1: that would be probably fun because
0: I think it, where it might be a little bit similar. I think there'll be some nuanced changes that would be fun to discuss.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think that would be a fun for a future episode. Uh, But, yeah, and uh, we kind of circled back to NHL news there on the Arizona thing, but it's just very interesting what's going on there. Lots of uncertainty. Uh, But now we're going to go to the Hurricane Games. But before we do, let's get to our sponsor. Looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58? DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn $5 into $200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can bet $5 to get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58 with code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler or visit www.1800Gambler.net. In New York, call 8778 Y or text HOPENY 467 369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888 Nine seven, seven 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 seven, or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of boot Hill Casino and resort twenty-one plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire one hundred sixty-eight hours after issuance. Ctkng.com/slash/football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Okay, Sam. Stop! No, don't, don't, don't do that. If we had video, you would have seen him doing something very stupid. Right? <laughs> um, but first game, Vancouver game. Um, this game, honestly, I kind of thought Vancouver dominated through the first at least forty minutes, even though it was tied heading into the third period. Yeah. Now, Kucharkov started. Pretty <laughs> obvious, you want him to start. Uh, because you yep. got to figure out what he's going to be like, yeah. I think, for the next five games. Um, so, no issue there in the choice of uh, the goaltending department. But uh, Martin Hook, he scores the first goal for Carolina. Uh, I thought, I mean, great goal, but I thought it, to me, the highlight was the pass from Tara Vinan. Tara Vinan is just showing his great playmaking skills. These past two games, Tara Vinan's been elite. I
0: just say Ohio? Yeah. I don't know. I'm sorry. I zoned out. It's late. For those wondering, it is after the Colorado game we're recording this whole thing. <laughs> so I'm but tired. We're, but, but,
1: but we're happy because we <laughs> yes, won against we're Colorado. Happy.
0: Yeah, we're happy. Um, But great goal for Martinuk. Great goal for Martinuk. But our friend who sits next to us uh, for our season seats, uh, I looked over at him and I said, Lindholm's going to score tonight. He was like, oh, yeah, for sure. And Lindholm gets the next two.
1: Yes, he did. And both were on the power play goal. And not to mention the Martin goal was a shorthanded
0: goal. So you had three goals, all of which special teams.
1: Yes, which is very interesting. Uh, Actually, four goals because Ajo scored on the power play to tie it from Burns and Jarvis. But again, I thought Vancouver was just the better team in those first two periods. They
0: were the better team in the first two periods. I think Carolina took it over as the third period started. You just got a really bad goal. I agree with Adam Gold. 60% luck, 40% lazy and that's just how that was. All right, if go check out battles a little bit more, maybe he's got a chance, but it was just a I mean it was it was a bad bad goal to allow and Vancouver. Wins it from there. Carolina can't get it. KK had a great game. I mean, absolutely had a great game. Oh, he did. I think he was okay tonight. He wasn't bad. I really don't think there was any player bad tonight, but I thought KK was very good against Vancouver, and I'm hoping that signs to come for him to really go out there and, and start scoring. He hit the post.
1: Yeah, he did at the very end of the game. Yeah, he did. Um, but yeah, I thought that uh, Vancouver game. Um, Hurricanes really did come alive in that third period, but they just couldn't score on Demko and empty Vancouver. They're, they're going to be probably one of my top teams and to win the cup.
0: What was funny is if our listeners listened to KDX Sessions. I don't know if you listened to their most recent episode. Oh, yes, episode. I listened to their most troops an episode. And I my, did, too. My, my name was mentioned. Because every time Jordan Martin looks on the first line... I complain about it. I'm going to always complain about it because I'm always going to think it's stupid. And I would like to correct the record on this. Martinook scored shorthanded. He was not on the first line. My criticism of first line, Martinook stands. I also didn't criticize him tonight and he didn't score. So, But he wasn't on the first line, so I had nothing to say.
1: Okay, here's the thing. Personally, I, do I like Martin on the first line? No, but I do think he helps short term. Short term. Not long term. Not long term. If you want someone to jolt the line, I don't, I don't, I'd
0: put bunting on there. Put anybody not named Jordan Martinook. He just gets lucky if he scores. It is just lucky. He's got no skill, man. Except but against he, New Jersey in here, the playoffs, the he thing, looked like Wayne Gretzky. Here, he, but that's about it.
1: Here's the thing, though, with Martin is he has no skill at all. But all of his goals come from hard work. And to be honest, I think some Look, I'm players okay with hard some work. players in the top six could use some of that hard work. And to me, I think a player that from the past uh, that really needed the hard work, you had so much skill in his one Simon. little finger, was Semin. Yep,
0: good old Alexander Semin. I missed him. He's a great. He was a great hockey player. Oh,
1: but he didn't care. No, That's he did thing. not
0: care. Especially after he got that contract, he didn't care. Um, which I actually, I really have no problem with the contract we gave Semin. I know a lot of fans think it was bad. I'm like, it was only bad because he stopped caring. Yeah, he really. It did. wasn't because he didn't have skill or he couldn't do it. He just didn't care anymore. Um, but about I, w- I guess we can move. Let's move on to colorado because that's the more enjoyable game to talk about
1: yes it is because we won and honestly this colorado game probably one of the most entertaining games this season it was just non-stop action i <laughs> thought it was very enjoyable from an entertaining standpoint as a hurricanes fan though it was a stressful game and we will say why uh but first things first sam um First three goals, both scored by Martin H. S. Oh, my gosh. That is amazing. The first one, Georgiev probably wants back. If oh, we're honest, yeah. flat-out, Georgiev wants the first backs. one back.
0: Uh, that second one was on Defensive the power breakdown it, it, from it was also just a great, great shot. Yeah, Perfectly placed shot. Nothing Georgiev is probably going to do on that one. It was a perfect shot. And then the third one was a great bounce and it was an empty net, and it just taps it in, you get your natural hat trick. That's great. Then you get the last fifteen seconds of the first period. And you get 30. the goal. Last one third seconds,
1: seconds, kind of.
0: You get the goal, the, the the goal to make it three to one, whatever. It, you know, um it wasn't a bad goal, it was a two on one, good shot, just beats good checkoff. I really have no complaints about that one. But on the second goal, and I'm going to bring up our friends from Kaniak Sessions again. Because they picked on me, I'm going to pick on Matt tonight. Matt from Kaniak <laughs> Sessions. If oh you're listening gosh. to this oh tonight, gosh. sir, you are wrong. There is nothing you can say to defend Pyotr Kuchetkov. Nothing you can say to defend Pyotr Kuchetkov. I don't care if the light was in his eye or the puck blends in with the seats. The seats are red. The puck is black. <laughs> no. no 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 you have to have that that gave me flashbacks to scott darling
1: yes yes it, i agree he should have had that and and you know what? i thought brendan moore honestly in reaction to that reacted perfectly
0: yeah you pull him you, you yank him that is it no more and then Ranta comes in, and
1: Ranta is—he's great, fan, great in the second period. He
0: is elite, all-star level Ranta. He but dived <laughs> for a
1: puck early in that second period. He did, he did. which was a great amazing. save.
0: Kept us really, honestly. I think that was the game-winning save because that would have been tie game. Yes, so, definitely. And then you, I don't know what happens if they, if they tie the game. Perfect save,
1: but. I don't know. Was there a goal in the second period? Yes, there was. Bunting scored Bunting. on the power play from Tara Vianen and Burns, and a couple players that also played good. Uh, Bunting, I thought he was good. I thought he, this was the game where he finally became that agitator. Yeah, which you know. we need. He, we need him to be that agitator B- type of
0: player. Bunting, Lemieux, and Tony all were feisty tonight. And Jarvis. Jarvis. Yeah, and Jar- Vinan and and i I mean, everyone was a little feisty tonight, and I like it when they get feisty. Now, you have players like Lemieux, like D'Angelo, like Bunting. Their job is to get out in there and be agitators and be feisty when they're in the lineup, right? One of the reasons I love it when Tony's in the lineup, he's going to go out there, he's going to be feisty. He's going to help provide offense, and he's going to be feisty. And I love that. Same with Lemieux. That's his purpose, right? He's there to be tough and an agitator. And, Bunting but, now provides offense, yeah. but he also needs to be that. He needs to be like that Brad Marchand kind of player, right? Yes. That uh, guy who goes out there and just makes you hate him. And you got some of that tonight, which is about time.
1: Yes, I'm. I'm really happy. I thought this is the game where... You know what, Bunting can really build on this game to be that type of pest that we need. We haven't really had that since, I would say, probably Vincent Trotrak. Uh But Bunting, I mean, just, I thought, a really, really great game. Tara Vine and Sam, elite, three assists. He was a passing machine. I thought, he, I mean, the wizardry that he had in... Making that pass to bunting in the second period for that goal was insane. Like it was such a good pass. Oh my gosh, he faked he faked that Colorado skater
0: out. Well, Tevo's got one of the best. He's got one. He's probably has got. He's probably has. Bleh, he probably has the best shot on the team, and he's the best passer on the team. He uses the shot a whole heck of a lot, and when he does, it's usually a laser. And he's just the greatest playmaker on the team. I mean, there's just no doubt it's Tevo, and that's why Tavo and Ajo playing together has always been so
1: good. And they were really trying to connect, I thought, tonight. Yeah. Both right. Ajo and Vine trying to connect to and each I other. And I thought
0: Ajo had a great game. He didn't score, but I thought he played a very good game. He played better tonight than he did against Vancouver.
1: I thought a lot of the players tonight played a lot better than against Vancouver. And to be honest, I mean, the Vancouver game, you could probably argue being like, hey, this is The first game back after a week-long break, going to be a little bit rusty, okay, that's fine. Um, but you still want to win, and it's at home. You didn't, but you went against Colorado, and to me, I think winning against Colorado kind of helps, you, helps that comfort a little bit with the loss of Vancouver, because I thought you really ideally needed to win at least one of the games against Vancouver and Colorado. Yeah. And, then, and then you need to do your job against
0: New Jersey Saturday. Yeah, because it's two Western Conference teams, and you get the win tonight. Like, you, you get a good win tonight. Ronta gets hurt in that second period, though, which is yes, just like does. great. And this is one of those I don't times, know what happened. That's the thing. Yeah, I mean, this is one of those times, though, where you're like, thank goodness you have Spencer Martin. Because you're going up on the road, and Spencer Martin can play one of those road games. Probably the one in the middle. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Start Kochekov. Spencer well, there's
1: going to be a, there's going to be a back to back. Oh, then um, he,
0: if Ranta's hurt long-term, I don't know if this was like he tweaked something and okay, we'll give Kochekov another shot or this is like a, oh crap, we don't have a goalie because Kochekov, because Ranta wasn't on the bench for the rest of the game. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, honestly, as they we're recording this, there could be an updates with uh, Ranta. I don't know. But I'm sure you're checking that right now. I see you on your phone checking.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll pull it up real quick, see if there's anything from but, Warrior. But, I
1: mean, just to let you guys know, our upcoming road trip. Okay, so, uh, Sam, it's not going to be easy. Uh, Tuesday, we are at Dallas. That's going to be a hard game. I think Dallas is, to me, another team that's going to be very... Very good, along with the likes of Colorado and Vancouver. So I really do think they're that good. Here's
0: some interesting things real quick about Spencer Martin, about what happened behind the scenes tonight.
1: Spencer Martin?
0: Yeah. Spencer Martin was dressed to come in as the third goalie if needed tonight. Since he is on the active roster, he can be used instead of an e-bug. He wasn't, however, allowed on the bench Had to wait in the locker room like any e bug.
1: Okay. So I'm happy that he's in an e bug situation and we don't have a Zamboni driver other than the name of David Ayers. Yes.
0: So he can be used as an e bug if he's on the active roster. So if instead of using that, you can use your goaltender. So having that third goaltender actually is kind of nice. Yes, it is. So he so. was dressed for the third period but could not be on the bench.
1: Okay, that makes more sense. Um, but, yeah, so Sam, Dallas, Tuesday, Friday night, late game, 9 p.m. You're at Arizona. And then Saturday, Sam, another late game, 10.30 p.m. Vegas. Uh, so I would, Sam, I think all these three games – if you have to play uh, Spencer Martin, it'd be Arizona. And you let like Kachekov or Ronta uh, play Dallas or Vegas.
0: Yeah, and, and Mark, uh, look, even if you want to put Martin out against Dallas or Vegas, look what he did against Boston. Exactly. I honestly, until he gives me reason not to trust him, I'm going to trust him.
1: Exactly. Um, so, uh, yeah, and, I mean, that Colorado game, it, it was really great. Uh, that There was a the huge scrum of bunting. In the third period, um, I don't know why, personally, Sam. Um, Now, there wasn't an an extra call on Colorado, but...
0: The refs don't like Michael Bunting. They haven't liked Michael Bunting. Yeah, they haven't.
1: Um, And, of course, I thought there were a few penalties, and you you thought so too, Sam, uh, that Colorado probably should have had. But regardless, Carolina was great, I thought, overall. And um, also... I think another thing, too, uh, with the Colorado game, um, Orlov. I thought Orlov was amazing. Yes.
0: Orlov was good. I really didn't have any big problem with anyone's play. I, the only thing I really just was just gross was that goal allowed by Kochekov. Because, on general, I didn't think Kochekov had a bad game, but I think that goal is just gross. Like, you can't allow it. That. that is that is glaringly bad. Yes. And here we're at a point where we've had two games. He's been back. He's allowed two goals he probably shouldn't have. Because and of
1: mental stuff. It's it's Mental stuff. Which mental is stuff. weird. And which is what
0: makes it you weird. You could argue that second goal from Lindholm shouldn't have gone to. I agreed with Adam. I understand the, I understand the logic behind it. He probably should have been out of his net. Then you see what happens. Either way, Kochekov has not been stellar. I thought he was fine tonight. Again, that goal does that glaringly ugly disgusting goal that cannot be explained away matt from Kaniac sessions but it didn't hurt you tonight but you cannot have a third game in a row if kochetkov goes on saturday and he probably is you cannot 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 have a third game where you have a mental lapse or a bad goal you cannot
1: be doing this every game, once a game. Yes, I agree. And also, Jack Hughes is back with New Jersey, so we're going to deal with him Saturday. And Saturday, Sam is my favorite, probably gonna be my favorite uh, night because it is Whalers night. I cannot wait. I'm gonna be excited. I love Whalers nights, um, regardless of the results. Um, I really hope we win that night because that would make the night just so much more fantastic. Uh, But yeah, that is all for this episode. We will see you guys Monday.
0: Thanks for listening to the Kaniak Report. Be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast so you never miss a future episode. Can't get enough of the Kaniak Report? For more content or to connect with the Sams, check them out on Instagram and Twitter at the Kaniak Report. We'll see you next time.